Hi, this is Janet Lansbury, and welcome to Unruffled. This week, I'm responding to a comment I received on one of my posts on my website. The post is called Teaching Our Children About Love and Loss. And uh, this mother posted a comment about her almost four-year-old who's recently started asking a lot of questions about death. And the mother's wondering what I thought about the way that she's handling this situation. Janet, I have a death-related question that I'm tagging on here because I haven't seen you discuss this in my searches. My daughter is almost four and is starting to understand about death. She has recently asked me questions such as, Will you be sad when I die? And I'm scared to die, are you? She has never had anyone in her life die, so this is not a personal issue, and hopefully not something she should be dealing with. We have had very honest yet age-appropriate discussions about this, and I have never been dismissive of her concerns or avoided the questions, but after discussing for a few minutes, she usually asks me as I'm tucking her into bed, I tell her not to worry about dying, that hopefully neither she nor I will die for a long time, and that I want her to be happy and not scared of dying so much. She's not even four, so I'm trying to be respectful of her feelings and be as honest as possible without leading her to think or worry more about this than she should. Am I addressing this correctly? Okay, so this is interesting uh, because this mother is taking a very thoughtful approach to her daughter's questions and interest in this subject and, you know, is making a point not to be dismissive and to be respectful. But what she shares here in this note does sound a little uh, like without meaning to, she's trying to discourage her daughter from talking about this in the most loving way. She's trying to reassure her that, you know, don't worry about this. But just these words alone, I tell her not to worry about dying. There, she's saying, don't feel the way you're feeling, (laughs) Um, which I know is not this mother's intention at all. But I think the mother's discomfort is coming through a little here. And I imagine that that, as it normally does, will make her daughter feel even a little bit more worried, actually, when someone's telling you, I don't want you to worry about this. I want you to be happy and not be scared of this. The little girl can't help how she is feeling. And when her mother's saying, don't feel these things, then it's a little bit disconcerting as a child, because why can't we talk about these things? Why is there a little bit of discomfort and fear around this coming from my mother, who I'm, you know, my parents are the people I'm looking to I'm looking to their tone around things and the way they address things to know, you know, how I should feel about them to a certain extent. So this is very subtle, but it stuck out for me because, again, when I hear things like telling someone, don't worry, and that I want you to be happy and I don't want you to be scared when a child is scared, is usually not the most helpful approach. For me, I can I can say that one of the most important things for me as a parent, and everybody I'm sure doesn't feel this way, but I want to be that person that my child can broach any subject with. I think we all as people need somebody like that in our life. You know, maybe it's a different person that I can broach this subject with and a different person that I can broach that subject with, but we need people that we can explore with, that we can explore our thoughts, even if they're inappropriate or, you know, scary or might hurt someone's feelings. If we're feeling it and we're curious about it and we want to know more, ideally, we're going to have somebody in our life that we can explore with. 
And I want to be that prison for my children. I believe that is the greatest honor to be trusted in that way. But it takes a lot of bravery on our part because we have to be willing to go to the darkest places in our child's thoughts and feelings and be okay with having them go there, even when they scare us. We don't want our child to think of worry about dying. And, you know, yet I believe we have to prioritize our child's need to do this. So I would say things like, and maybe this mother's doing this earlier in these conversations, I would say, wow, this is really worrying you. What about it worries you? And in response to these particular questions, will you be sad when I die? I would be honest about that. I would say there's not much chance at all that you would die before I would die. But if that did happen, I would be very, very sad. I would be completely heartbroken and crushed. And if she says, I'm scared to die, are you? I would be honest about that as well. I personally am not afraid of dying. I'm more afraid of other things. <laughs> So I would say, you know, I'm actually not afraid of that. But I hear that you are. What about it frightens you? I also, you know, selfishly, like, I want to know what's going on with my child. I, I want to know how they're perceiving things and what they're thinking about them and what impressions they're getting in their environment. I mean, who knows where she got these ideas or why, how her thoughts turned this way. But I, I want to know. I, <laughs> I'm really interested in what what my children think about things and what's going on with them, what's going on in those minds of theirs and those hearts of theirs. So I see these as precious conversations that I wouldn't try to, to rush through, that I would not want to discourage in any way. In fact, the opposite. Yes, I would also say things like, this is not likely to happen for a very long time if she was asking about me dying. You know, I, I plan to live a very, very long time. Just so you know, <laughs> that's what I think about things. But I hear that this is on your mind. You're worried about this. And have that be okay. Just allow those feelings to live. So I think this mother is definitely in the right direction. Her intentions are wonderful and all in the right place. I would just say that there may be some discomfort that's coming through here to her daughter in the way that she's she's handling this. And, you know, when parents ask me about anything, there's one thing I always know, I've said this before, whether this is a consultation with a parent or someone's just asking me a question online somewhere or uh, in person in one of my classes, I have the information immediately that their child very, very likely senses that the parent is not comfortable about this, that the parent is either baffled about what to do in this situation, you know, not sure of themselves, maybe afraid, uncomfortable in some way. And just that fact alone means that the child is not going to be completely comfortable. So if it's about a behavior, then that behavior will often be repeated because the child is wondering, you know, why this makes my parents uncomfortable, why my parents don't have a handle on this. And in this case, I believe that the little girl is, she's feeling like, you know, I'm worried. And now I see that actually my mother's worried that I'm worried. And that makes me even more worried. This is tough stuff. 
And really, we're, we're never going to be perfect at this. You know, our feelings are going to come through and that's okay. It's not like we're supposed to be superhumans and, and not have our own concerns about our child's concerns. But I think if the majority of the time we do address our child with this kind of openness and curiosity that I'm talking about, then they will feel safer to have the feelings they have and to explore them and to share them with us. There's something about putting everything out there, putting all our you know worst fears out there that allows them to be put to rest. And, you know, the end of the day is a time to think about this. Even the process of going to sleep, there's a letting go there. And it feels like we disappear. It feels like we kind of die a little bit there. So that makes sense as well, that it's coming up for her at that time at the end of the day. So anyway, it may come to light as to what stimulated these thoughts for this child, or it may may not completely but the mother has a much better chance of, of knowing that and knowing a lot of other interesting things and helpful things about her child and having that intimacy and that bonding that comes through being able to be in these discussions. And, you know, there's times in our children's lives as they get older where it's, it can actually be life-saving to be able to tell us these kinds of feelings. I hope that helps. Please check out some of my other podcasts and again, both of my books available on audio at audible.com in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Amazon, Barnes and Noble and apple.com. Also my new audio series sessions you might want to check out. These are individual recordings of my private consultations with parents discussing urgent parenting issues and uh, they are available through my website, JanetLansbury.com. If you go on the top toolbar, press sessions and you'll see the different options um, and topics discussed. Thank you all so much for listening. We can do this.